Welcome to Craft Comics. My name is Jarrett Moore, and joining me today is Dan McHugh. Bringing the hate straight out the gate. You know, hate is very in in 2020. Oh, yeah. It's been a long month. Yep, yep. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say. We're not going to have any fun. This is going to suck. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everybody in between, welcome back to another exciting titular episode of Craft Comics. Now featuring more tits. This issue is number 33, I believe. Nice. We did a practice run, and I didn't know then. Uh, but he thinks he knows now. But I didn't even bother didn't to look, look it, up, it up. I know, that's, but, what, that's what I'm saying. I didn't but even you've fucking grown bother. more confident in your Indeed. probably incorrect I, Last time it was said with an upwards inflection. Yep. Issue yep. number 33? Yep. But this time I'm just telling it. I'm just if saying society it. has taught me anything as a white male, it's that... You can just you don't have to know what you you're talking about. You don't have to know. It. You just say it with confidence and Absolutely. people will accept you yeah for sure um and there's like literally no doubt about that dan yeah uh so this is craft comics for your if you're listening to this for the very first time well you, number one thank you <laughs> well uh, bless your soul bless your kind bless heart your uh this is a weekly heart, sir, merman. sir or merman sir merman <laughs> sir no women no no just absolutely uh, not just men and mermen allowed in please this podcast. uh you if you identify as a man or a merman you may listen but if yeah. anything else please yeah. turn this yeah. podcast this is a joke it's a, joke. it's a joke. So this is a weekly, uh, not funny, p- comic book and craft beer podcast where we talk about the books that came out last week. We'll yeah. drink some beers, uh, shoot the shit, hang out, you know, do all that. Do it's all really that hard to stress just really how unentertaining uh, this is. Yeah. Uh, and, and and so if you are a man, if you are yeah. a merman, if yeah. you are a woman, yeah. or a woman, or a, yeah, a mermaid, or mermaid, a mermademoiselle, yeah. or anything else, really, we don't give a shit. Come no. on, pull up a... I don't know. One of those little foldable chairs. Pull, pull, no, not Minotaurs, Dan. That's true. We'll get to that that's later. That's true. Uh, you pull up one of those foldable chairs, you know, do the Will Riker sit where you kind of straddle the back of it, <laughs> yeah. and just and just come on, hang out with us, you know, and have some beers. The Will Riker sit is also the same as the cool teacher sit. Is it? Which is pretty hilarious. Do they all, do? Do they all do the mount though? The 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 one leg swing over the top of the chair. And That's then, a good question. He might have that. He's got he's got the perfected. Fucking what is his name? Uh, uh, Jonathan Jonathan, Fra- Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, has the fucking mount down to a science. Yeah. <laughs> to an absolute science. That you man can is a tell god. That that he either put in a lot of work perfecting that mount, or he's just been doing it just, his whole life. He's been doing it his whole life. Yeah, I like. I, to think that he actually put in the work and he's like my character needs this so i'm going to learn down to a t how to mount this chair i respect that but i also respect the idea in my head which yeah. he just fucking just that's just, just how he sits yeah he, and, and then the, the person filming was like jonathan why'd you sit like that and he's like I, what, so do what are you mean? talking about what are you talking sitting, about? I, I sit like this all the, this is how you sit in a chair this is how you sit man this is how everybody sits i'm not weird you're weird mr frakes <laughs> what a legend (laughs) what a fucking what a fucking legend and i was so happy when he was like briefly in the meme limelight you know what i'm saying with the with the that special or whatever that they had on like fox where they would tell you they would tell you like a scary story and then at the end be like it's fiction we made it up i fucking (laughs) love that shit it was so good scared the shit out of me as a little kid but i love seeing it again it was amazing I think he's directing some of the new Picard uh, episodes. Yeah, he did. He did a lot of um, really good uh, TNG episodes as well. And yeah, I'm pretty and sure Deep Space, Deep Space Nine. Nine yep. yeah. yeah, maybe Voyager. Too. Jonathan Frakes 
Fucking badass. Oh, yeah. He's great, man. Okay. Uh, Legend. Bearded Riker or yep. Beardless Riker? Oh, bearded. Beardless. Obvi- what? I love Beardless no Riker. Way. Yeah, season one Riker is like, oh, God, he's got that fucking weird little baby face. Yeah. I, I love it. It doesn't I, look right. I just want to nuzzle it. You know Oof. what I mean? It's so smooth. Hard pass. But I mean. Well, the, look at you. Though. I mean, look at me. Yeah, yeah, you're fucking. You look, knew what I was going to say. You look like you've been like living out of a dumpster. For I feel past. like you're just. That's just a hot take, though, to take Beardless Riker. That's the only reason you're doing it. It's like, oh, all these no. people, like, they like Riker with their beards. What if I liked him where he looks objectively worse? You know, you know, that's <laughs> me, man. That's me. It's just it's just liking things. Things, liking things that other people don't just for attention. Yeah, exactly. If there's one, if there's one more thing that's more the like quintessential Jeremy. Maybe I'm not even doing it intentionally. I just like it's like fucking. I can't help myself. Who else is that Jack to play Bilath in Smash Bros, bro? Oh, that's right. No I am a goddamn contrarian, yeah, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. But but it's always like a positive contrarian. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's when people fucking shit on something that I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Fuck Anthem. Yeah. I fucking fuck you yep. guys. Anthem. Yep. Anthem's not a good game, but it's fine. <laughs> it yeah. is fine. And I I played that I played that shit. I was a fucking Naruto running uh fucking melee shit. It, uh-huh. was, it was fine. It was yeah. fun. I was like, I was fucking. Sometimes you would just be like, you could like double jump, turn into a fucking Voltron jet, and then just like fucking spin, fucking blade yeah. dance, fucking down on side. It was fun. I was like, okay, that was cool. That was cool, cool. Yeah, shit. I thought the mechanics of that game were fun. Yeah. It's just, but like, there's no way that you're like super happy you spent sixty dollars on it. Like, you don't think you I'm, got sixty dollars of content out of that game, do you? I don't know. I think I might have. Really? I, felt, I, I played. I played the whole thing. I beat it, which is what. What the fuck can you say? You know what I yeah. mean? Was the last game that Jarrett Moore beat? It's fucking Anthem. What the fuck? What's the matter with me? It's not Anthem. It's uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, I think. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. Know. It was fine. I did. Okay. It was like I, I have. I have been more upset about sixty dollars that I've spent. Yeah, like the Outer Worlds. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. You yep. never finished that one, did you? I played two hours worth of it, and I was like, "This isn't what I want. Mm. This is what I want to want." But it was what I wanted. Good for you. Good you know, for me. And that's just you know people have different tastes. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that can't be right. Uh, sorry, let me check my notes. Oh, yeah. sorry, no. People have shit taste. Yes, except me. Yes. Okay, yeah, no, no. Sorry, I, I read the notes wrong. Now we're the, getting there. The podcast notes. Uh, so yep. this is Craft Comics. We talk a lot about about really dumb things. We hope that you're having a good time. Um, if you are smash that like and subscribe button there's no button to subscribe <laughs> no. to but we do have a twitter we do have an instagram we do have a dog that's barking in the background yeah this is, this is nice uh you think it's savannah being home probably probably should we pause it uh sure i think we're gonna pause it okay okay what, were, right. we, what were we talking about we were talking uh... about uh were we introducing our social media accounts? Oh, we talk- <laughs> it's not important at all. No, it's we talked. Yeah, we talked about how there's no like and subscribe button. I there's, guess like there's probably a subscribe button on whatever podcast app you're using. But yeah, you, so hit that. You're probably already using it. But if auto not, download. You know, yeah, hey, yeah. we need them downloads. It's true for probably. nothing. For nothing. I don't know. We <laughs> for don't, ego. Yeah, for ego. Yeah. For if anything, it's just make me feel good yeah. because I don't even think you see our number of downloads. No. It's just me. And honestly, yeah, I yeah, I don't. You prefer you prefer not to. I guess I don't. I don't know. I guess I don't really care. You don't care. You're just doing this for the love of the sport. It's like I would care if if it was in like the deep hundreds, maybe. Yeah. But like until we get to that point, what happens like... if we if we ever break triple digits? Should I let you know? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like a major milestone like that. Yeah, that'd be. We cool. haven't even gotten close. I think no. most we've ever gotten was like sixty, which oh. I suppose is close-ish, and that was yeah. on one episode. So. I don't know. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. this is Craft Comics. Like I said, a weekly. <laughs> 
I think oh, you've I, said I've, this a few times. Have I? Have uh, I done this? Do you want? Do you want me? Do you want to stop me or should it's I? A, it's a it's a weekly review podcast. Yep. And shall we do the spoiler warning also? Yeah, we can spoiler case. warning. Yeah, we'll just do it now, just in case we do spoil the books. We will. Not that any of the people that I know who listen to this podcast read comics regularly, but we still have to do it just in case. Because what if the one week we don't do it? Someone ends up reading the comic, and then... They're like, oh my god, they spoiled the books, and they didn't warn me about and it. And they didn't warn me about it. And so then they're going to is... write their fucking podcast union rep, and, and we're going to get... congressman. And we're never going to be able to do work in this city again. No, they're going to talk to Mr. Apple, and yep. they're going to say, get these kids unsubscribed. Give me Tim Apple. Yeah. Someone call me up, Tim Apple. <laughs> get him on the line. Get him on the line. I have an urgent podcast infraction. But now that we got those out of the way, how about we talk about GAMS? And what we've been doing, eh, Jerry? Yeah, you robbed me of my moment. Because normally what I do is I say, before we do any of that, which is talk about the beers and the books, yeah. I talk to my boy yeah. about how he's been. Yeah. How's that? Those are some bees, baby. How's that? Mm. So how, how about you tell me uh, what games you've been playing, what yeah. you've been listening yeah. to, yeah. Yeah. what um, what you've been watching. I've what you've been watching, what please. What you've been watching. Um, I have been playing a lot of... Why are you sitting like that? No, no, it's comfortable. Okay. Uh, so I, yeah, I beat Sekiro. Talked about that last week. God, so we know. Moved on to Near <laughs> Automata. I know, Dan. You said I this know. Last week. I'm just <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna beat that as soon as I get home, so I don't have to talk about it again next week. Um, but yeah, I'm close to the end of that game. It's a very good game. On the second playthrough, I do understand, like, kind of why other people weren't as hooked as i was because it's like a very story centric game like the gameplay is dece yeah but it's nothing crazy that's what always got me about it as i was like man this is decent to look at yeah like the music is great oh yeah the music's incredible but the bot like the fighting is like <sighs> yeah the fighting's fine i feel like it's aged worse oh no in like in the year that it's been of Oh, it's been like three years. No, near Automata, Automata? Yeah. Necronomicon? Yeah, it came no out way. in 2017. 2017 was 400 years ago. Can you believe that? Yeah. Donald Trump wasn't That's even wild. president yet. Yeah. What a world. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Before Jerry was a glimmer in his in his mother and father's eye. In his eye. old grandpappy's eye. Yeah. His old George Dickel. Stored up. <laughs> stored up in those firm nuts. But yeah, so I've been uh, playing that. It's the the story is still incredible. It's like it has some of the best it's like my favorite anime storyline, like yeah. maybe of all time. Is it better? Would you say is it better the second time through? Because you can see like sometimes when you like read a story yeah. or watch a movie, you like you're like, oh wow, oh, oh uh-huh. shit. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Because you're you're just taking it in all in for the first time. Yeah. And then the second time or yeah. third time or fourth time yeah. you watch it, it's like, oh yeah. Especially because this game gets real crazy towards the end. Yeah. So yeah, being able to like look back on that, it it the storyline is definitely better the second time. Cool. The gameplay is probably a little bit worse. But oh, uh okay. overall, I'm still really enjoying it. And cool. then um oh, I've been playing some Smash Bros. As have you. Yep. Um we both bought the DLC, uh, the DLC, the like challenger packs or yep. whatever. Um, so yeah, I've been checking out all the new. Heroes. Did you get the? Did you get the second one? Uh, not pack yet. Two? I haven't either because there's no character. Yeah. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? That's fucked They're up. All mysteries, man. How, how, but but, god damn it! Nintendo. Like, how are you gonna make like? So I can spend thirty dollars on this yeah. on this pack and get literally nothing. <laughs> it's like wow, that's a pretty shitty. Yeah. proposition for me you know what i mean like <laughs> not even like in, in the street fighter character packs they always come with the first one yeah and, that's like, true. every fighting game pack 
comes with the first yeah. one. Also, yeah. I don't have Prana Plant. How do you get him? Oh, um, he was a free download. Just a standalone? Is he gone forever now? Um, I think you can buy him if you didn't get the free download. Oh, but my God. He's not part of the first pack. He yeah, was, that's what I noticed. Yeah, he's a free... He's just or a standalone. He, he wa- yeah, he's a standalone. I, if you owned Smash Bros. and had uh, Nintendo's online service, I think, at some period, like some window, then you got it for free when he came out. I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That explains it. Um, so, yeah, I've been doing that. What else have I been doing? Oh, uh, BoJack Horseman wraps up this month, and that's like maybe my favorite tv show ever made really it's so good that is uh that is quite the statement yeah it's it's definitely high up there for danny mac you know what's weird about me and bojack horseman my relationship what i've never seen yeah it at all okay and for some (laughs) reason and for some reason i have it in my head that he eats people is that right? No. He does not eat people? No. That's not like a central crux of that show is that he's also like a cannibal? No. Okay. What? I don't fucking know. No. I don't know how that got into my head, but I, I would just... venture to say that none of that show involves cannibalism. Not even one? Uh, no, zero, zero cannibals in that show. Wow. But also, I don't think he would be a cannibal unless he ate other horses. I didn't say he was a cannibal. I just said he ate people. You're right. Uh, that's just me just talking. Yeah. But no, he doesn't eat people or... Other Anything horse people? Than, no, no, there's a... Yeah. Does he eat anything? Uh, yeah, just normal food. Normal food? Normal food. What is normal food when you're a horse? So does he eat horse food or does he eat No, he like goes food? to restaurants. So it's like it's everything's anthropomorphized. So it's like there's just a bunch of animals. And really the only reason... Like they're all... They all act like humans. The only reason that they make them animals, I feel like, is to make animal name puns and like sure you love you love that and make it like kind of silly like oh he's going underwater to visit like all the fish people yeah and then he's like underwater with a helmet and the whole episode's like silence because he can't talk underwater and that's the joke that's yeah it's it's like you know it's just elaborate set pieces okay that's the whole reason i think i'm I'm into that it's a really good show it's very like fucking dark and feelsy it's dark and feelsy like he eats people no but it doesn't root or, it doesn't root around in that deep in mud no it's more like dark and feelsy and like oh my mom was like an abusive alcoholic and blah 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 that kind of dark same and feelsy, just, just kidding she was, my, I love, my mom is a saint she's a famed romance novelist famed romance novelist with art uh under covers by colleen duran that's, oh yeah, yeah yeah that's a lie but wouldn't it be nice but it could but it could be wouldn't it be wouldn't it be cool what if it what if it was are you sure that they aren't yeah oh. <laughs> i'm pretty sure so her first she she switched publishers halfway yeah. through her career and the, so the first half are all very like um harlequin like photos you know like the fucking oh, fa- yeah, the fabio yeah, 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 ones yeah, you know yeah, what i mean it's so lame and then the other ones are kind of like 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 chick lit art chic you know what i mean like okay. those like really minimalist with like super skinny french ladies you know what okay, i mean doodling yeah, with yeah, like, yeah. like yeah so that's kind of what they that's kind of what they look like um so yeah my mom's a romance writer but yeah. she hasn't she hasn't uh, written a new book in a while oh uh, is that even I'm I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, Danny Mac got more beers than Jerry. No, I think so. Look, look at that. Yours is know. higher now. I don't know, B. Okay. Uh, so what have I been doing? I ha- I watched uh, Godzilla King of Monsters last night, and that yeah. movie fucking sucked. That movie's terrible. They killed Mothra after the oh, big yeah. fucking after the big fucking like build up. She's the queen of monsters, but of course, mm-hmm. you can't. Women can't rule. <laughs> Men do. 
It's kind of a stretch to call Mothra a woman. She's the queen of monsters. I mean, yeah, she's, she's a lady. Like a female moth, but yeah. like, I feel like woman. She's a woman. Okay, <laughs> she's a woman. She's a woman to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> all right. Fuck you. One uh, of Jerry's oldest waifu crushes was I Mothra. Was Mothra. The tender age of five she, years old. She's she's how I developed my <laughs> lamp fetish. I just can't just can't keep myself away. The the, bu- the bulbs burn, but it feels so good. <laughs> um. Uh. I have also been playing a little indie game. You may have heard of it. The Outer Wilds. I was going to say Smash Brothers. <laughs> but yes, I've also been playing The Outer Wilds, uh, which is this very fun kind of clockwork universe. Uh, I don't know. For those of you who don't know the story about it, it's this like really cute thing. I think it was like a grad student project. He coded this like real working like clockwork solar system. And uh, oh. somebody was like, wow, this is actually crazy uh, that all of these things are happening. And it's the whole game is stored in the memory at once. Where more, most, most games, they'll like partition memory and then deload it from the memory and then reload it once you get close kind mm-hmm. of thing. But this thing is 100% loaded from the memory, which means, which means that everything that's happening in that universe is happening independently of where the player is, basically. Uh, that's pretty cool. But it's super cool. And um, it's just kind of this this loop. I won't, I won't get into it. I won't get into it because we're not gonna this is a we spoil comic books we don't spoil video games yeah but uh but it's kind of groundhog day it's kind of groundhog day uh there's a gr- there's great music um yeah really there's a music. great sense of wonder mm-hmm. uh childlike awe of the scale and grandioseness of the universe while still being small it's brilliant and tender it's a brilliant game yeah it's check it game. out a giant uh, bombs game of the year was it really yeah spoiler oh sorry for spoiling other podcasts wow <laughs> i thought this was a fucking safe area but apparently it's not ah shit sorry it's okay was it was it like a con- point of contention was brad arguing for like dota or something uh fucking brad. i didn't actually listen to okay. th- the whole podcast the debate. I, I listened to the first couple episodes and i was like you know what i don't care that much this year and then i just read the list cool yeah. very cool yeah. very cool uh what do you say dan do you think it's time to move on to the books uh, wait the beers the, the beers yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah yeah we can move on to the beers and then the books yeah and that, that? that's the order that we typically do this in uh so every single week i buy comic books dan buys some fucking hipster trash, some trash beer, beer some some ten dollars for one 16 ounce can if it was up to jerry he'd be sucking down peebers every week i'd be sucking down nothing but per brr yeah but i remember you brought that those montucky cold snacks it was probably yeah. was that the cheapest beer you've ever brought to the show oh for sure yeah Absolutely. it was like six dollars for a six pack of tall boys that was wonderful <laughs> uh so dan dan brings the beer and we uh, we drink we drink both and jerry brings the books and bring, bring my book yeah so this week yeah you like this you like this beer tell, yeah, tell so us about the beer it, it's it's just so cute it's like so this week the theme is so you're so cute with your little themes. Yeah, just so love, cute. love it. Themes. It's just uh, <laughs> names of beers that I like, I guess, because I like saw this one. I'm like, well, I have to get that. Names uh, of beers that you like. Yep. Makes sense. Checks yeah. out. That, that grammar works. Okay. Continue. Yeah. So this one, this is a beer called Heckin' Chonker. Uh, there is a cat on the front. Um, it is brewed by Fair State Brewing Cooperative out of Minneapolis. Um, I've been there, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, continue. <laughs> we've had a we've had a, a beer or two from them before on the podcast. Maybe that's what I'm as thinking. Well. Um, but yeah, this uh, I'm I am a part of this Facebook group called "This Cat Is Chonky," and this it's just people like posting pictures of their obese cats. Yeah, and 
and I love it. And it's also doubly hilarious because the people who are a part of the group are constantly having an identity crisis of being like, I know it's not healthy for cats to be this fat, but I fucking love it. <laughs> so it's like, but I don't want to encourage owners to keep their cats at an unhealthy weight, but I also want to appreciate the chonky boys. What do I do? That's a tough that's a tough place to be. That hard to hard to reconcile. It's a moral conundrum. Indeed. Um a, d- a better moral conundrum than uh any book that was present this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. For sure. For sure. Uh, so yeah, heck and chonker. Let's say it's good internet, you know, meme speak, whatever. Yeah, it's a cute little kitty cat. Yep, cute little kitty cat. This is a barrel aged pastry stout with vanilla. I don't know what pastry stout means. I think it just means that it's supposed to like taste kind of like donutty, kind of like people just make up whatever yeah. the fuck they want these Be- days. Yeah, it's just like you know, beer descriptions are so fucking insane now. Does is this on the BJCP? Uh, is that right? Yeah, that is right. Wow. Um, yeah, is a pastry, pastry tart- stout. No, uh, I think bourbon stout, stout is probably on there pastry tart actually stouts are probably just stouts or like yeah. imperial stout and regular stout. dan is dan is reading the back of the bottle like he's gonna find the answer to my dumbass question on it <laughs> you're not you're not going not. to dan. the answers aren't on there the, the answer- bjcp guidelines are not printed on the back of someone help me can. do i have to put like a donut in the secondary for it to be a to be a pastry <laughs> stout man i wonder Please. if that would even do anything no <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I had that like trying kombucha moment. Yeah. Just then like, no. No. Well, <laughs> internet meme reference. Uh, uh, some, uh. some Somebody's going to catalog this uh, 10 years from now. They're going to be like, what the fuck? So what do you so what do you think about this old Gary? You know, this is a heck and chonker. Yeah, I is. will say it's a hefty boy. It is a hefty boy. I'm glad that we split it. Yep. Uh, it's 10%. one tall boy yep. between the two of us. 10%. Uh yeah, I think it's good. I think this amount is good. Yes, because th- whenever you bring, whenever you bring one of these fucking sixteen ounce stouts on the show, yeah. I feel like I'm always like, what the fuck? How did we? Did we end? <laughs> did we end the pod? I don't remember ending the podcast. Yeah. This is really strange. I don't yeah. understand. Everything gets a little bit hazy. Yeah. Oh, if you will. Um. But yeah, this is good. It's yeah. good. It's a stout. I don't it's know. A stout. It's, it's sweet. sweet. <laughs> Get out of my fucking head, oh! man! Yeah, it's a it's a sweet stout. Um, but it is. It has some nice bitterness to it. Yeah, it's it's uh got some nice bite and bitterness from the bourbon. The bite and bitterness from the bourbon berry is unbatched. It was very good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I enjoy this quite a bit. Yeah, me too. But I think I enjoy what I enjoy more is the the volume that I have to consume because any any more <laughs> yeah. of it, and I think it would wear out as well. I agree. It's it's so sweet uh-huh. that I feel like it, rem- it reminds me a bit of the peanut butter stuff that we had last yeah. week, where it's like yeah. I can drink one. Thank yeah. God it's a twelve ounce. Yep, and that's it. Yeah, well, I don't. I could not drink a sixteen ounce of this. Yeah, I agree. Or at least I would not want to. Eight is like a perfect amount for this one. Yep. So Agreed. good on you for only getting one. Good also, on me. Also, it was like nine dollars or something ridiculous. Like yeah, that. it was like nine Fuck. bucks or something like that. Fuck but like, it. look at that label and yeah, yeah I get I, It's like for the podcast, baby. You know, you gotta spend the bills. Dog, you don't have to sell. Yeah. Buying <laughs> shit before the labels. I <laughs> bought. Shit ba- I bought Jerry. I bought Batgirl. Yeah. For he like still buys back for months. Well, usually I put it back. Yeah, but not last week. Not last week because you it. bought. <laughs> <laughs> I bought I bought Batgirl for twelve months straight just for the covers, so mm-hmm. I didn't even read the books. So. Wonder Woman, we were doing that too when that was bad. Fucking Jenny Friesen. Wonder is... Woman's decent now, but Wonder like, Woman is decent now. But before when it wasn't, we were still oh, pulling those covers. Aquaman. 
Pour one out Pour for out our man. boy. We didn't actually talk about that last week because we it was. Ba- it. Did we? Did you read it? I did read it. You it read was, it? Yeah, it was bad. Oh no. Uh, so yeah, our favorite pod or one of our favorite comics on the podcast, Aquaman. Aquaman has uh, at least for one issue. We're hoping it's a one-off, but we're yeah. not sure. Uh, did it, it read was, like a one-off, or did it read like a like a? It was like to be continued. <sighs> I mean, it was clearly like a filler episode. It was like in those. It was like one of the six episodes of like in between Dragon Ball Z arcs. You know what I mean? We're like, yeah, we're Gohan is, yeah, Krillin like, and Gohan are bench pressing or something. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So it was that. Krillin's so, got his fucking dumb bandana on. His so I, shorts. <laughs> yeah. So I couldn't really tell whether it was. Yeah, I, I don't know. But the art was trash. The writing was trash. It was all just just real hot trash. Is there more of a settle in the entire universe than Android eighteen settling for Krillin? No, that is like a hard like what do, what do they call them like the reachers and the it's like in every relationship I think it's a how I met your mother thing like in every relationship one person's the reacher and one person's like the settler or whatever yeah but yeah there's no way like that that ratio for Android eighteen and Krillin is heavily tipped yeah I think they just had married everyone else off. Except for like Piccolo. Well, he was also the one. He was also the one that found her. I'm pretty sure during that cell saw and like, and like helped her or some shit. Yeah, she's also like three. So like Krillin, what the fuck? Yeah, that's true too. There's a lot of weird stuff. Well, let's not unpack anime. That's no. not what this. That's not what this show is about. One and because it's impossible. Two because that's not what we're gonna do here. That's yeah. not. Let's unpack. Let's unpack Western anime because I yeah that that makes a lot more sense to me as a Western male. Western, Western Western manga, i.e. comic books. Exactly. Okay, we can do that. We can, we do, can that. do that? We can do that. We can do that. Uh, Dan mentioned it before, but I'll mention it again. This is a spoiler warning. We are going to start talking about some books now, uh, ladies and gents, boys and girls, everybody else. Uh, so if you want to read the books that came out on... What the fuck was that? Good. The 29th of January in the year, Anno Domini <laughs> 2020. Uh the Anno Domini is oh my of our Lord, whatever right? Jerry Anno Domini, uh probably yeah Anno is year yeah and Lo- Domine is Lord yeah it's Domine Domine okay if you want to read books that came out the 29th of January 2020 Domine. this is your spoiler warning and it was the longest spoiler warning in fucking history so yep. we can move on let's move to the books shall we do it and we'll start with dc this week with action comics number 1019 1019 uh this is written by brian michael bendis yeah with art by john ramita jr klaus jansen on inkies brad anderson on colors and dave sharp on the letters dan you sort of liked this right so you want to yeah i thought it was kind of so one thing that i'm kind of confused about is so like event leviathan that's still going on it seems like it. Are you looking for an answer? Yeah. I don't have one. Didn't you didn't we like <laughs> pull those at some point? Did uh, you yeah, just stop I dropped pulling? Him. Okay. I was like, what the fuck? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like it, was like it sucks because we both liked the premise. Yeah. But then uh, what you uh, totally liked the premise. Uh, you did too. Point to me on the doll where I liked the premise. I'll point to you of the episode when okay, I get home. Do. Remember when they were like, when he was talking to like Supergirl and talking to all these yeah. people about making better society. But and then Scott Snyder came in with the fucking Batwoman who laughs. And there was the Lex Luthor thing about him dying. The year of the villain. The year of the villain, yeah. 
and Event Leviathan, and I think so there's still too they're, much. They're they, all actually going on. Still, yeah, I and, believe. And there's and they got all intertwined and shit, so that was a bummer. But this did kind of remind me of like what I found intriguing about Event Leviathan, and like basically the supervillain shows up, no one knows who he is, and he's like approaching all the world's heroes and villains, and like trying to get them to join his crew because he wants to fuck up Superman. Uh, no, he wants to fuck up society. This is another oh, one of oh, those yeah. like Bernie Sanders books, you know? Uh, is it really? Yeah, it is. He's, he's he's so this guy's Bernie. Leviathan is Bernie. Yeah, Leviathan is Bernie, and Superman is Biden. <laughs> so like, oh, super. But I don't like Leviathan. Um, well, are you telling that's me a that you I'm problem. a problem? Are you telling me that I'm You're a Hillary an establishment Clinton fan? shill, no. Jerry? Oh, Daniel, we've Daniel's, always known it. Daniel's going to be so disappointed when he hears <laughs> this podcast. But uh, no, so the whole. The whole thing is he's convincing these people to join him just because he has good ideas. And what his good ideas are is like, look, we all know that like, like he doesn't say capitalism, but you know that he's talking about like capitalism, like the systems of government that we rely on are totally broken and I've got a better idea to run it all. And isn't it insane that superheroes are propping up the status quo and continuing to perpetuate it when really it should just fail? And he like literally says that in here. He's like, we know that all of these that this world sucks we know that all of these structures should be different and the superheroes continue to defend them that's literally insane so i want a better world i can make a better world and i'm going to show you my better world i need to transport all of these villains to this island socialist utopia paradise thing. yep yep this island socialist paradise and the villains are probably like wait this isn't what i wanted <laughs> yeah i don't know about that but uh yeah, so this kind of reminded it's an intriguing take, I guess. They're like kind of doing it in a few books now just because I feel like, you know, well, socialism is popular again and, you know, socialism po- is popular again? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, nice. Like and I don't know, it's just uh, the political discourse nowadays uh-huh. is uh-huh. trending towards that. Uh-huh. Same with like Immortal Hulk kind of conversations where we yeah. gotta take on those Minotaur billionaires. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So yeah, I thought this was this was a fine book. It didn't really do that much uh for me out yeah and then it's kind of set up the red cloud to finally like take down superman which i'm vaguely interested in because they've been building her up for a long time yeah or she's going to not take down superman that's the more likely scenario yeah i'm I'm gonna guess (laughs) you don't think superman's gonna die to the red cloud no i don't think she's no i mean i literally mean i don't think she's gonna attack him i I think she's gonna she's gonna gonna be on his side a heel turn or whatever they call that yeah in wrestling she's she's gonna be the baby well superman's the baby face she's the she's the heel turn yeah maybe sure i don't know i'm sorry wrestling people if rob still listened to this podcast he'd let us know he would let us know but he unsubscribed he (laughs) He smashed that unsubscribe button (laughs) fucking destroyed that unsub button yeah so this was fine i don't know it was uh, it was intriguing it reminded me of why i was once intrigued by event leviathan before i got bogged down with other shit so uh, help me out here dan because leviathan is bernie sanders are you telling me that bernie sanders wants to nuke new york um politically maybe but like physically because that's what they're doing in this they're fighting they're fighting superman in the place that he won't fight back with 100 percent of his gusto right which is metropolis so am i supposed to because politically i agree yeah with everything right we do need to dismantle yeah right but but i I mean you're also killing a lot of people yeah is that okay 
I think it's more Dan, tell just me. like tell symbolism. Me, <laughs> I don't think it's Symbo- meant to symbolism. be symbolism. I don't think it's meant uh, that to say that like literally. No, I, what I'm trying to I'm trying to get at what I'm trying to what I'm you're trying, trying to, to figure out if he's a good guy or not. I'm no, trying to pull, he's not a good guy. Not no 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 stop. I'm not trying to pull out from you if if he's supposed to be a good guy. I'm trying to pull out from you what the writer's intention is. What is what is Bendis trying to say here? Is he trying to say, yeah. you know what I mean? Like what are are we trying to say that these ideas are dangerous and that they will hurt people? Yeah. Or are we trying to say that they are they are that they make sense, but I don't I, I don't know. Tonally I'm yeah. I'm confused as to what we're going for here because yeah. I mean, Bendis is like a fucking fucking boomer dude he's like a boomer from new york so i i wouldn't doubt that he's a you know yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah an establishment shill like yourself jerry a a fellow (laughs) established i can smell them a mile off and god do they smell good yeah but uh but you know what i'm saying right yeah i do i think really he's writing this for the kids being like your ideas are actually dangerous look (laughs) i think it's more that uh people these days like three-dimensional villains they like villains that have a good point and depth like black panther uh right um killmonger Uh, if did he have depth? I don't. Okay, here's a hot. Okay. Here's a hot take. No, dude. Like, can we not? I don't want to get sidetracked on Killmonger. I just look at how upset you are right now. I'm He's, just saying. I wish I could take a picture and post that on the Instagram. I'm just saying bothered. that there are that people God like complicated villains with a uh, where their point of view is interesting. Okay. And I feel like Killmonger is one of those. Uh, characters where he's focused mostly on inequality and that's why he does bad things so i don't think it's necessarily that bendis is siding really with superman or leviathan i think that he's just like introducing ideas and be like these type of structural inequalities can generate villains like this who you know who are complicated and have some good ideas but who still do things like new nuke new york or whatever you know bernie sanders wants to nuke new york yes that is what i'm saying moving on to the next book uh this is the one that i liked so dan liked leviathan because he wants to nuke new york yep and i like justice league dark because i like wonder woman simple as that so this is justice league dark justice league dork number 19 you you said that and i wrote it down because i love you dan yeah i I love you even even though we fight about killmonger (laughs) at the end of the day do you do you want to tell me what you were gonna say you were gonna say that you don't like black panther that much i thought it was a fine movie yeah it was okay i don't think that's a hot take it's not a hot take no oh okay well shit fuck me i guess uh and fuck me james tinney in the fourth because well, I don't. I don't need to go into why. Uh, and <laughs> you can so, just get it, <laughs> James Tinian. Yeah, you can. James Tinian Quattro uh, is writing this. Alvaro Martinez Bueno is on the art. Raul Fernandez is on inks. Brad Anderson's on colors, and Rob Lay is on letters. Same James Tinian that's taking over Batman. Am I right? He's um, doing both at once. He's doing both at once. Um, this is the Witching War finale. Uh, the Witching War is a big old event where uh, Witchfire, I think, is her name. No. It doesn't matter. Hecate has taken over the body of Cersei, right? Of Cersei. Yeah. No. Hecate's dead. Okay. Wait. I don't know what's going on in this band, but Cersei was everywhere in this. Cersei is the witch who has taken over the body of somebody else, the red-haired chick, okay, who who wants to meld, who wants to meld powers with this with this woman. Yeah. And there's also this like force that she's trying to unleash that's trapped inside of a diamond or a crystal that um 
Zatanna and Constantine are in some like alternate universe trying to basically hold back. Constantine is like, just let it out, contain it within me kind of thing. There's, uh-huh. there's a whole kind of strife going on. But Wonder Woman, don't you worry. She so Okay, so Cersei is inside of Wonder Woman's body now. And she's also absorbed ha- that other red-haired lady. I can yeah. understand why you're a little bit confused. But at, <laughs> but at some at some point, uh, Wonder Woman just yeets herself out, like, like yeah. physically. And so then it's just the melding of Cersei and and whatever witch fire power that she and is. She's got like she's god powers with. and shit, yes. and Doctor Fates there that she's wrestling with. Uh, and then there's three Wonder Womans, um, but I didn't really understand what was going on. I didn't get that either. There's three of them, and they're all fighting her, and it's cool. But then that weird shard that I was talking about gets back, possesses Wonder Woman, and then through the power of fucking friendship and Doctor Fate, yeah. she overcomes it. Uh, and this entire time, it's being kind of punctuated um, with this little interview with Manbat, which I actually really like the interview. If I read that just that interview, I feel like this comic would have been an A for me. Mm-hmm. It's a B, you know. I think it's. I think the fight scenes were like I was a little bit like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. But I, I, I liked um, the the this whole little vignette of uh, Manbat interviewing wonder woman on what she thinks magic is and he's yeah. kind of like he's kind of like constantine put it eloquently that magic is horror that's the yeah the horror if you say that really fast <laughs> it's not like horror uh horror um and uh, that was his whole thesis right um right but he was he's man bad is literally coming to wonder woman so that she can convince him that magic is good but wonder woman's like if anything, like magic is awe or cheesily, she says magic is wonder. And I was like, oh, okay, Tanny and fucking just knock me over the fucking head with yeah. that. Like, yeah. Clunk. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. But uh, I, I, I liked that. It was nice. Um, And her kind of just, I was going to say ruminating. Is that the right word? Yeah, I think so. Because like a rumen. Like a. Like a, the cacao has a rumen where it just sort of sits and percolates for a while and gets digested. Is that where it comes from? I, I can see it. I have no idea. You know, like like cows are rumen ruminoids or some shit like that. I did not know that. It's it's the it's the method of digestion, <laughs> like ruminoid arthritis. That's rheumatoid. <laughs> Damn it, you piece of shit. <laughs> so so a rumen is a second stomach, basically. This is funny. Oh man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> if you can talk about Killmonger, I can talk about second stomach. Yeah, so these are the same. They, they are things. the same thing. <laughs> fuck you. So so the cows will chew it. They'll chew it. They'll swallow it. It'll get digested. They'll go. Bleh. And then they'll fucking chew it again and they'll swallow it again, which is basically what ruminating comes from, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> Dr. Fate, Dr. Fate shows up. Dr. Fate shows up. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a cutie. He's a cutie. Um, yeah, and it's cool. Okay. Well, I it. feel like uh, the same thing happened in this that happened at the end of the last arc for me of this book. Where it's did just we read like the last arc? Yeah, we did. We, well, and I missed the like second, the penultimate. Uh, issue of the last arc and the same shit happened it's still like there's so much going on and i have no idea what any of it is that's the james tinian special yeah it is he just hits you he's like he's like do you remember in the first issue where i wrote that entire paragraph and i'm like no i didn't read it yeah. james Come i on. feel like he's so good at starting arcs and like at least i don't know based on my know, experience for he... these last two I it just like goes way off the rails. I think that he is very good at uh he he's clearly like like setting up worlds. Yeah, but not always he's good at it. Yeah. Oh, he's he's good at it, and he he's he he does mood very well. Mm-hmm. Like dark Justice League Dark is moody tone, broody tone. Yeah, great tone. I gotta like hiccup. 
but like he kind of front loads a lot yeah. uh, and leans on fucking the bar dialogue, you know, the little things that are in yeah. squares, but it's a fucking big ass yeah. square. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. I, just, I can't read all this. You know what yeah. I mean? Come on, James, like show me, don't tell me kind yeah. of thing. Uh, but, but yes, his, his, his mood, his energy. Um, and this has helped a lot by the artists, I feel, but he's given them direction as well. Um, mm-hmm. It's helped by the artists, the color palettes, everything that goes into a good comic book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't I don't it's fun. It's just fun to read. I just like reading his shit because it's a comic book. Like I said, I'm pretty sure this one I, I flipped to it and I was like, Jesus Christ, did Wonder Woman just punch <laughs> the skin off of a dragon? Because yeah. she does. She fucking and it's one tiny little panel. And yeah. I'm like, how do you articulate <laughs> the action of this? So it's like two panels, a dragon flying at her, and then her fucking fist. So it's three panels. Three panels, uh, okay. a dragon flying at her, yep. and then her fist colliding with its face, and yep. its the, its skin already peeled all the way down yep. to the neck. And then the last panel is just its fucking bony corpse just <laughs> lying on the ground. And I was like, "Wow, yeah, that, that's just cool. It's cool. It is cool. There's it some cool, cool shit, and it's a cool cast. And yep. I I say this every fucking time because Dan is like such a shitter about it. He's like, Justice Dark sucks, dick. I'm like, I fucking <laughs> it's a it's a good it's a good comic book, and I and I and I just love this weird little thing that they're doing in DC. Yeah, they do a good job of like keeping the magical realm like a cool mysterious place and you... scary yeah it's scary isn't it's it it's like yeah it's like pretty close to like hulk levels of yeah. like body horror weird yeah. shit wonder, going on wonder woman tra- upside so down man she she tricks circe into taking the power that she always wanted and when she does that it traps her inside of this fucking like portrait of dorian gray thing where she is suspended she's been given infinite power but she's frozen in time forever so she can't do anything with it yeah and it's just like it's it's a ton even comment she's like she's like giving her all the power before you did this was a beautiful touch kind of thing like my 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 father would be very proud of you kind of thing yeah but like wonder woman that's dark for Mm -hmm. wonder woman you know yeah true she's all about redemption and saving people and she's like Cersei can't be saved you know Yep. yep Cersei even says it herself. She's like, you know, the second I do this, I'm going to betray you. And she's yeah. like, yeah, well, you know, some things can't be helped. And then, yep, fucking, that's it. Yep, bitch. Yep, sign, seal, Got delivered. Her. Got her. Got her. Let's yeah, see. I agree. I, I would, uh, I like, despite like any criticisms I have about not being able to keep track of this shit, it is like the world and shit that he creates and stuff is so cool that I definitely want to keep pulling it and spend more time. Yeah, on I, it, you know, even like. Even after our brief little hiatus to it, I was so relieved to see that it was still going. Yep. Happy to pick up a new yep. arc. I'm always excited to see where he's going to take this. Yeah. Tinian is a, he's a, he's a, I think for me, he will be remembered as a great comic book writer at some point. You know, like, in the, it's like one you of those mean things. just by you or? No, by the, by people. I oh, think. okay. So in like, like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, some fucking idiots like yeah. us will be doing some the the zoomers will be boomers and they'll be doing a <laughs> podcast as you do yeah you know what i mean making kombucha upstairs and they'll be like oh james tidian was they'll be reading fucking yeah. like graphic novels by james tidian It'll be like the the well, oh, actually, Alan they might Moore, be but... they might be shitting on James Tinian yeah. for his like his transphobic views, or exactly, something, or like kinphobic views, or like something. How you shit on Alan Moore and fuck, Frank Miller? Fuck Alan. <laughs> do I like Alan Moore? Which one do I hate more? Uh, I think you hate Frank Miller more. Frank Miller sucks. Yeah, he, and Alan Moore is just like, eh, yeah. right? Yeah, is Alan I mean, Moore Watchmen? Yes, and Frank Miller is Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, the the fucking Barbara Gordon rape thing. Uh no, that's Alan Moore. That's Alan Moore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a shitty thing to do. <laughs> uh, moving on. So that's the end of DC. 
How many do we got here? We got we got four more after this. Okay, so let's cool. do one more book. Do one more. Uh, I guess this is right in theme, right, Dan? Yeah. Uh, so this is the Immortal Hulk. We've talked about it a few times. It's come up in conversation. Yeah. Uh, this is um, Immortal Shulk number 30. I wrote that one. Hey. I think that's pretty funny. Uh, this is written by Al Smash Ewing Bros. with art by Joe Bennett, Rue Jose on inks, Paul Mounts on colors, and Corey Pettit on letters. And honestly, that just rolls off the tongue. We've said this yeah. so many times. We're 30 issues into this. Yeah. And it is starting to suck. Yeah. And I wish it wouldn't. I please. Know. Please stop. I want you to be good again. So yeah, they started doing this like ever since they started doing the whole like class warfare arc. It's been awful. It has not been good. It's been yeah, so bad. They I'm gonna a- I'm gonna hand that one off to you so you can explain what's sure. going on. Sure. So they, yeah. So they started doing the thing with the Minotaur. The He's Minotaur. Like, there's a there's a minotaur who's a head of a major global corporation that runs everything and he's trying to smear the hulk's name because the hulk is a now a populist hero and uh but in so yeah he's trying to smear him he sent all these monsters after him in a city this is the dumbest shit i've like i fucking hated this this is by this is by far the lowest point this might be the worst issue of immortal hulk that i've ever yes to be honest with you and as much as i love big dumb kaiju battles yeah which, if that was all this book was, It'd be I, great. Would, I would love it. Yeah. But it's not. It's not. Because it's trying to say something, but it doesn't know what it's trying to say. And, and that's been the so pro- bad at saying it. That's, Holy shit. Yeah. It, it's trying to say something. It doesn't know what it's trying to say. And even then, it's bad at doing that. Yeah. It's like going for a populist message, but it's like not at all committing to it. So it's like, yeah. it's, it's like the very most shallow, like progressive um i don't know propaganda that you can think of is like driving the entire arc of this it's like we have to battle the evil corporations and if we don't they're going to literally kill us because they're literal monsters and so the dumb thing that happens in this so the the whole plan is the minotaur is going to summon all these kaiju the hulk and them are heroes so they're going to go fight the kaiju as you do as you do and so the Hulk, so they do that. They go and fight the kaiju. The Hulk and everyone kills them. He bursts out of like this monster's belly at the end. And the reporters, like the media films it and is saying, I don't know how, but the Hulk is behind all of this. <laughs> like yeah. some random reporter on this random news station. Yeah. I mean, I get that it's probably the Minotaur <laughs> For, that owns the news station. Yeah. But it's so fucking but he, stupid. What's funny about it, there's a couple issues that I have with the big fucking page turner on this, which is which is which is the reporter being like, The Hulk did this. Yeah. It must have been the Hulk. Uh, because one, if it was owned by the media corporation, you don't need to fucking stage this elaborate thing. You just yeah. you just pay him to say some shit about yeah. the Hulk, which may have actually been more interesting too. Yeah, like he seemed surprised. Right, yeah. the Minotaur seems surprised. He's like, ah, good according to plan. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I'm like, why wouldn't you just buy the fucking new? And so like, maybe he oh, doesn't like, control it. And if so, that's not. even dumber. That's stupid. Yeah, it's it's implying that the press is free. Yeah, which it's not. You know what exactly. I mean? It's like highly bought and, and also implying it. that this was a good plan that's plausible to any sort yeah. of independent like, journalism like, like logically that this would happen i mean <laughs> how did this how did oh yeah i have a i have so many issues with this yeah like one 
of which being like, and this is dumb. I know like you shouldn't semantic, but how the fuck did this woman stay alive? Yeah. Everybody, literally everybody yeah. in the city is fucking dead. But yeah. somehow the woman with the camera standing right in front of the fucking monster yeah. doesn't just get fucking yanked into hell. Like, yeah. like everybody in every skyscraper that we yeah. see gets fucking Goes demolished. Down. But she's just like, oh, the, it's like that fucking, I'm going to do a meme thing again. We're yeah. fucking, uh, what's his nuts? Shoots. Hannibal Burris it goes <laughs> I guess the Hulk did how yeah. could the Hulk have done this yeah. you know what I mean yeah. like it's just fucking weird I don't yeah. I don't it doesn't get, make any sense Al Ewing is such he's a good writer he's smart he's so good and I just don't get what the fuck like tonally again this doesn't make sense to me what no. are you what are we trying to say is it that people are good or that people are fucking idiots i don't understand <laughs> I, I, what is going on in this book i don't get it and you know like the worst part of it is that we are his target audience in terms of like politically what he's saying in this we are 100 percent in agreement on yeah and we still think this fucking sucks yeah it just it's so it's so fucking juvenile in the way that it's yeah. just simplifying yeah. the whole thing. And like, I, I, I mean, I get it. Yes. Corporations suck. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the reason why they suck is because they're run by people, not because they're run by monsters. Yeah. Like people are fucked up. And yeah. like, that would, that's a good thing to say. Yeah. This is not saying anything. No. This is saying that like fucking evil minotaurs that fucking <laughs> crush their interns heads in their palm literally also big shout outs because this brings the fucking head crush tally up to like four or five yeah it's Ding. so old by this point I, it's, it's played out and i yeah. think that he even knows that it's played out yeah. because it's like they're like oh you know what I mean? like, yeah. they did it again. there okay, we so go like, so like so like cor- like what it's not trying to do anything it's no. not trying to say anything it's like the kind of like Ugh. shallow populism that literally like that doesn't say anything it's like the worst kind of progressive propaganda which like and i don't come across it that often honestly like propaganda that's this shallow this yeah. like it's because you're not, not wanting fa- to say anything it's because you're not on facebook yeah that's true this that's is true. basically like a bernie sanders quote pasted on top of a minion meme yeah and you're just like yeah this totally. doesn't like what my eyes are trying to <laughs> digest doesn't make sense with the fucking words that are on the words that are on the screen what i'm reading that is a brilliant comparison it actually sucks. yeah this sucks yeah yeah agreed fuck fuck it sucks that's all i have to say that's all we have to say uh we're gonna take a break um actually that walloping uh, and get to get to reading some, talking about some books that we actually that we like. like yeah actually everything left on the list is very good this week yeah so, i agree so um i'm excited to see what you have to say about sex criminals but i'm also excited for you to hear what i have to say that's a that's a that's a big spoily because that's the last on our list so yeah. uh strap in Strap off, strap, dude, strap, off. strap wherever you like. Yeah, uh, ladies you can and strap on while we take a break, whatever. Actually, if you want to strap, in the spirit of sex criminals, if you want to strap on, ladies, and take your man's ass to task, you can do it for the whole episode. You we can don't do, care. you can, you can just do. It. Actually, just, put us, yeah, put, put us, us on, on. The background. put us on while, and let us, let us fucking just like fucking punctuate your rutting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nice and quick and quick. I'm you know picturing like Cassie and Thomas right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we'll That's my be... go-to pegging couple when I so, think so, about so, a pegging so, couple in my life. Strap on and go fuck your man. Yeah. And we'll be right back. And we'll be right back. 
And we're back. We're back. Uh, welcome back to Craft Comics. Um, you want me to introduce the show again? This is a no, weekly craft no, no, beer and podcast. No. no. <sighs> okay. No. Well, hey, for those of you out there that are like that are this deep in, that are like, I don't understand what this is. What if is, only what's his, the, what's if the cast only about? he would explain to me what the fuck is going on here. Uh, but Dan and I got another beer. Yeah. Um, this one. This is a good. Is, is a, a different beer. This is a great name. It is a great name. You should just tell it to me, though. Okay. This is okay. what you. This is actually low key. This is what Dan says to me every time he shows me a beer, yeah. and I get a little worked up. You know what I mean? I get a little bit. Of, I, get I a little say excited. what I say is relax. It's just a hazy IPA. Oh fuck! <laughs> You're right. And, then I, and that's it. That's all it that's takes it. to soothe to soothe this savage. savage and that's all beast. it's called. It's called relax. It's just a hazy IPA. So Dan has a very interesting, funny anecdote about buying this beer, though. Right? The the oh, woman yeah. the woman at the checkout counter. Uh, so on on the we we some of the feedback that we get is we don't talk about the can art enough. Uh, so <laughs> is that the, true? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, cool. So the can art on this one is is very it's very simple. It's very pretty. Um, it is a it's like a blue wavy line and a yellow. Wavy wavy line the yellow being on top and the blue being on the bottom yeah uh, it's, it's like very i don't know what what it's colors mid- it's like pastels maybe i don't it's know not quite pastels but not it is a, it is it is soft blues yeah, the, the yellow soft the yellow is very stark and the red is very stark but that blue is is, is a is a is a cool blue yeah i guess you're right um and it, but it, but it works because the the red is a little is a little ball i think meant to emulate the sun the it's ye- a very pretty can the yellow is the sky you know yeah. it's kind of evoking a sunset yeah and the blue is so those, those are very warm colors and yeah. it's mashed up against this kind of cool blue and then a very deep blue which is the shape of a whale shark that's about to it looks like it's checking out somebody who's just kind of floating reading a book on the on the sea yeah it reminds me of like summer days just like floating down a river yep or like hanging out in a pool with your boys and, and girls in the sun. Exactly. Know? The yeah. perfect the perfect day. The perfect day. The that, perfect day. That's what it reminds me of. Uh, and Dan, you had a story about this. Yeah. So there's a, a whale shark. There's like a guy enjoying his perfect day and his perfect beer in his little tube. And then there's like a, how I feel every time we record this podcast. And then there's a whale shark coming up from the bottom, like to us in like Jaws, like in the style of the Jaws uh, poster, the classic Jaws poster. Yep. So yeah, I was I was picking it up and uh the woman who i see most uh times i go there actually and she was the one last uh week i think who told me about uh going to beer and cheese fest and talked to me about that for a bit and she's like oh yeah this looks cool cool art uh the whale sharks they you'd be fine if one of those tried to eat you he's like he'll probably be fine they they don't really have teeth well technically they do have teeth but they're too small to hurt humans i heard about a guy who got swallowed by a whale shark just the other day um and i was like oh well that's like actually kind of worse like just being swallowed as a part uh, as opposed to being eaten and she was like no he's fine he was he just like spit him back out and sent him on his way and i was like all right fine as long as it's not like a pinocchio style situation right where he had to like fucking live in this thing or yeah yeah that'd be (laughs) fucked up so yeah apparently if anyone's looking for details on whale shark anatomy uh jenny street market is where you need to go check it out the jennifer street market um dan this uh this is brewed and canned by cliff Cliff offshoot offshoot beer company correct out of placentia california do you remember at placentia i do fco placentia i yeah i do oh boy everything is connected baby this is a strand game we, we, may we live have in a had strand a game offshoot beer company on the cast before i can't remember i think so though but you remember fco placentia i do i do i do i think they do the art for basketball of heads is that is that correct oh yeah you're probably right oh no i think i'm wrong i think it might i think i think oh basketball of heads is like it's like one word 
it's it's like oh. yeah i think i think we actually haven't had an fco placentia in a while we haven't in a while but, in a but few that months. was that was a thing mm-hmm. leo max mm. leo max is the leo max is that but there's an fco placentia out there yeah and i wonder if that's placentia california that's a good question. Nobody knows. Nobody knows because we're not going to Google it. Dan, please tell me what you think about this beer. Or have you not had it yet? Uh, yeah, I took a few sippers. It's a uh... what fruit do you get? Oh, I get a, I get one distinct citrus fruit, and I'm curious is curious to know if you if you get the same one. Um, I don't get a distinct fruit. Honestly, it's like vaguely citrusy, maybe like a little like little like tangerine, maybe a little like banana, but uh. I don't get one a big one bite. I get me. lemon, just boom, nothing, oh, okay. nothing, but, nothing but lemon, and that's that's like pretty much the dominant note for me. Uh, front, medium, and finish is just lemon. Yeah, I get I get that a bit. It, it's good. It's good. It's it's certainly different than a lot of the hazy IPAs that we drink, which I appreciate. Uh huh. Which are kind of a little bit. I don't want to call it more complex, but maybe that's what I'll say. Uh, sure. where, where they kind of evolve. Yeah. This doesn't really evolve. It is just a drink that... An just, easy drink. It just, you just drink it. Hazy, baby. Yeah, you don't have to think about it. Yeah, just relax. Nice and, uh, yeah, just relax, dude. Don't worry about it. It's Yeah, it's just... You know what I'm you know what I'm saying though? Like it doesn't it's You're not, right. it's it not like, challenging. It's not even that it's not like particularly sweet, it's not particularly sour or yeah. bitter. And it, it, it's not particularly complicated in what it's asking you to interpret. It's not like the fucking stout where it's like hitting you with 19 yeah. different flavors being like, "Parse this bitch." No, you know it's much I mean? more of like a crisp finish and like honestly maybe one of the more like reserved it is hazies that uh, subdued i feel like i've had yeah relaxed yeah you might even say mm-hmm. but i think that's a good thing honestly i do i do i agree because a lot of hazies like go bombastic and like either add a ton of fruit lactose, or lactose yeah they make the milkshake different fish fruits. and yeah. like yeah so i kind of like that this is just four a, different fucking hops yeah this is like a lemon drop that's what this reminds yeah. me of it's like a lemon drop it's just it's not challenging it's not sophisticated but it doesn't have to be <laughs> it doesn't have to be not everything yeah. needs to be this fucking it's like it's like every time you read something you don't want to read fucking war and peace yeah. every single time you yeah. you want you want variety you yeah. want stuff that's just popcorn sometimes yeah. you want a steak sometimes you want fucking bananas foster i don't know i'm, and I was, I'm really I was just, reaching i was just talking today about um Talking today? Uh, I was talking today oh to Jason and Derek about like h- how we all feel like we don't buy that much of the same beer nowadays. Like hey, I feel like we always get new ones. And I was like, yeah, you know, the last like f- few like beers that I've bought consistently, there haven't been many. The last one was probably the one that you introduced me to, Bell's Official. I love that beer. It is so good. Yeah, but I feel like this could like I mean I mean I don't know the price point totally. Um, I feel like it was. I don't know if this was around like ten bucks. Yeah, could this see. was like eight ninety nine, nine ninety nine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. pick a four pack up of this yeah. anytime I was going somewhere. Yeah, because it's yeah, it's a good table beer. Yeah. I guess I would say yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. good beer to just like. It's also it's only like six percent, I think. Six point seven. Nice. Six point eight. Oh, one percent point away from six point nine. Come on, uh, just come add on, a sprinkle guys. more. They probably tried and failed. Yeah, they checked the gravity. Like, is it gonna? Oh, uh, what if we round? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I feel like official and the other one I thought of was uh, the Grisette from Untitled Grisette, Art. Yeah, yeah, you like that thing. Yeah, the set. It's not. It's not. God, I'm tr- no, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Do you? Do you have any? There's uh, so there's breweries that I go to a lot, like Drecker. Yeah. 
Um, uh-huh. But I don't get a lot of the same beer. You're right. Yeah. I, I just think that's just the nature of the craft beer market right now is it's so saturated. It's, and yeah. And everyone is making so much shit all yeah. the time because yeah. they know there's, that people want new shit. There's hundreds, there's hundreds of breweries, thousands of breweries that each have like a line of yeah. like 10 to 15 yeah. and then they have seasonals yep. because it's like, yeah, you don't want to fucking, you only live once. And right? they're constantly rotating all yeah. of them. Absolutely. Dan, your hair is giving off some big Jimmy Neutron energy right now. <laughs> I fucking Ooh. I fucking love it. Nice. I love it, Don. All right, all right, all right. Uh so do you have anything more to say about relax? It's just a hazy IPA? Uh, no. I think it's good. Just relax, baby. It's good. Just relax. It's just a hazy. No, no. Just on, relax. Dude. Just relax while we read you the rest of these reviews. Okay? Just just hush up. Hush just up. Hush up and we'll we'll go through the rest of these books with you. That's right. And we're gonna drop into a more sensual. We're gonna drop into a more sensual, more sensual tone. For the next few books. Next few issues. First up, we have Thor number two, written by Donnie Cakes. A nice, relaxing, steamy Thor number two. With art by Nick Klein, Matt Wilson on colors, and Joe Sabino. VC's very own. On the letters. Dan, would you like to take us through? I would, Jerry. Thor. And what I'd like to say about it. Number two. Is I like it. You like this book? Okay. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's cool. You fucking! I know it's not. You're giving me that look. It's cool, like, dude. Oh, it's cool, dude. It's if cool you, that you. If, it's cool that you like racist books. <laughs> it's cool that you like this. This <laughs> fail. This fucking, this fucking, fucking white filth. supremacist trash. <laughs> it's not white supremacist. It's not racist either. Uh, not yeah, not at least not, not as far I, as hey, you know decipher, what? Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, who who the fucks to say? But hey, y'all, we're not we're not we're not fit to unpack that. So. But I think this is a pretty cool direction for the series. It's cool. IMO. So in the last issue, we saw, uh, okay, so there's like this cosmic plague that's like going to kill everything. Yeah. Right? And it's Galactus. A big, it's a big bad thing. It's the big bad thing. Solid. And Galactus is the only thing that can kill the big bad thing. And he crash lands on Earth. And Thor agrees to be <laughs> his herald. It's a ludicrous premise, the more that I think about it. But Gal- it's cool. Galactus crashes. It's cool. Galactus crashes on Asgard. And oh, goes, yeah, on Asgard. And goes, Thor, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but you got to help me eat all these planets so that I can, <laughs> so I can fight this big plague. Yeah. yeah it's weird. Yeah. Okay, continue. Um, so this is the first issue where Thor is galactus's herald he like regenerates his arm he loses his beard for some reason but uh oh and his eye he had an eye loss before but that's uh, it's equal exchange if uh, if full metal alchemist taught me nothing true i said if you if you gain something you need to lose it yeah yeah that was a good fucking show man yeah it's a great show i've never seen i've never seen it what continue let's go let's go let's go let's go let's not focus okay okay um so this is the first issue with Thor's Galactus's Herald. He's uh-huh. finding worlds for Galactus to eat so that he's strong enough to fight the big bad thing. Yep. Um, and he finds this world. So the thing is, Galactus usually eats planets with their inhabitants uh, this is tastier. populated. It's, it looks spicy. You know? Yeah, it's, it's a like a little more. You can get that sadness. A little, uh, oh, what's the what's the term? Hors d'oeuvre? Um, no, the, uh, what's the term for like the meat flavor that's in like MSG? Like it's a. Uh, umami. Yes, exactly. It gives it a nice umami. Yeah, flavor. yeah, the suffering and the uh-huh, the, the, uh-huh. the potential lives and love. Because like otherwise, it's just plants, right? Like you yeah. gotta have some like a little touch of meat with your plants, maybe to give it a little little like a uh, yeah little, little, little kiss on there to your t- taste buds. Um, so. <laughs> 
Thor wants to save all of these people from this planet that Galactus is trying to devour. And he's like, all right, Galactus, we're going to the next planet. And Galactus is like, no, I'm going to this planet, No, I'm going to eat this succulent. I'm hungry. This boy is hungry. He's so hungry. Holy shit. He's a chonker. Thor takes off his fingers and his knee and he's still going at the planet like a fucking. He's just fucking like, like a me fat, going for Taco Bell at like three a.m. Yeah. Eating the last fucking olive. Like, no, I gotta get this baby. <laughs> eating the last olive out of your fishing and fucking fishing the last out of all of your olive out of your olive jar at two in the morning. Yeah, just salt blacked out. Dan, can I just say my one gripe on this? And this, this is my one, my one petty, right, minuscule right, little right, gripe right, right, is right. that they they did the fucking they did the Gal- Herald of Galactus thing. I was like, oh wow, that's a really bold direction for you to take Thor in while being like a helpless servant of Galactus. But they didn't. They, oh, they they're kind of well, having their cake and eating it too on this. So like, oh, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if he was a Herald of Galactus? Like, yeah, it would be. And they're like, yeah, but he's not really a Herald of Galactus because yeah. he's just Thor Dude, with you, cool powers. But and I'm like, it's that's my one gripe. I understand, but here's the thing. You, you, I understand, but you know, you're going to explain why I'm wrong? Yes. Okay. Because the flip side of that, you would hate a lot more. Because imagine if Thor went to all these populated worlds and scouted all th- out all these planets for Galactus to eat, and he's like, I know that all of these people have to be eaten, but it's for the greater good. And like, you hate grimdark shit like that. You would hate that book. You would want Thor to be like fun and more like, I wish Thor was more of a hero like Wonder Woman, more of a hero for the people wanting to save everyone. I don't think that's that true. That is exactly... I don't think that's true at all, <laughs> sir. Sir, about? sir, <laughs> sir. I would, I would love a very grim Thor. <laughs> yeah, you want a grim dart. You want a. And you know what would be cool? If Scott they, Snyder. If they gave, if they gave, if they gave Thor a Thor. kid, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I would love it if they gave him a kid who's like fourteen and a brat. You Man. know what I mean? He's mouthy and he's just like I was in the eighties. A little irreverent, you yeah, know. Yeah. But that's what kind of makes it fun. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, he's a bad kid. Like I was in the eighties. You know what I mean? Like he's sneaking like, Fuck out, you, and- Dad. I'm gonna throw thunderbolts at cows. Exactly, and smoking ditch weed. I'm gonna smoke. <laughs> I'm gonna smoke ditch weed with my boys and make fun of fat kids and gay people like it was in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> Ditch weed just got me for some reason. I was like, you like that? That was a term that I like forgot existed. That's like always hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I thought this is cool. So he gets all the aliens off the planet. Uh, Galactus eats it after fighting them. Uh, well, kind of. Yeah, I like how he only saved the sentient beings and he let all the fucking yeah! poor little poor the livestock and what? shit. Yeah, well, these are these are simple animals. I did notice that. <laughs> I was like, okay. I guess. Okay, fucking Omniscum. Yeah. DSAF would unpack the shit out yeah. of it. He'd be like, oh, I can hear it. I can actually fucking <laughs> hear it from miles away. Daniel, yeah. is that you? <laughs> he calls himself the moral compass of Asgard. <laughs> what a fucking slug. Uh, <laughs> We need to. This is. This needs to stop. <laughs> uh, I do like uh, the direction this is going, though. So at the end of, of it, of course you do. Uh, Beta Ray Bill. Yep, I like. I did like that. Yeah, Fucking. he comes out with a galactic tank and is saying, "Please, brother, I need to speak with your master." I like that, and he's like, "Don't make me go through you." So we're gonna get some like Beta Ray Bill for everyone who doesn't know. <laughs> Beta Ray Bill is the most absurd character in the fucking Marvel he universe. Is literally, in my Thor. Opinion. If Thor was like a, if Thor was a horse, a horse, yeah, man, a, an anthropomorphized horse. That's Beta Ray Bill. I don't know the lore behind it. Do not Google image search anthropomorphized horse. <laughs> 
without but, safe search on. I'm just going to say that's uh, that's your yeah. craft comics uh, your, your warning. But do search Beta Ray Bill. Do his name is Beta Ray Bill. That's incredible. It's a good it's a good name, and it reminds me a lot of um, Billy. Billy Ray Vaughn? No. Who? Billy Ray Cyrus? Billy Ray Cyrus, maybe? <laughs> and then, um, I don't know, some other stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I do. You it, do? It's a very, like, general Billy name. Bob Thornton. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Billy yeah. Bob Thornton. I'm fucking... It's just so dumb, but that's I good. love it. Like, yep. who would consider a god that's a horse person named Beta Ray Bill? Mm-hmm. Like that's just some Marvel genius, right? That there. is some. That is a. Str- I bet that's a Stanley. What thing. era do you think produced Stanley? Like eighties. It's got to. It's got to be eighties. Seventies or eighties. It's got to be 80s. weird. Some cocaine fueled fucking shit. I don't know. I don't know. Just me. Just fucking take Thor and put a horse head on. Fuck it. I don't. Make him a horse. Print it. These Make him nerds. A horse. These nerds will eat up anything. But he's a cosmic horse. Yeah. Stan, I want to make Thor and I want to make him a horse. Fucking fund it, dude. But Absolutely. it's like not, yeah, I, I don't understand. It's like, is there a horse Asgard? Is there a horse Odin? I don't fucking get it. I oh, love it. Odin. I love it. Uh, speaking of things we love, yeah. uh, next up we have Jessica Jones' Blind Side, number two. Yeah. This is written by Kelly Thompson with art by my, Mattia de Willis. Sorry. Apologies in advance. And then Corey Pettit on the letters. Yeah. Uh, so we are getting this very cool kind of trickling thing. Jessica Jones has been kidnapped. Um, she's been dressed up in a Captain Marvel suit, yep. which hits at some kind of, I don't know, weird sex thing to me. Yeah, I don't if, get it. The person's changing her, right? You know what I mean? There's something fucking inherently violating yeah. about that, I, I feel like. It's some serial killer shit, because like, otherwise, why? He has, yeah, it is, it is, it's a serial killer targeting women specifically yes. because Specific, super women yes because you you find out in this in this issue that this person has killed by shooting in the head several powered women or super powered yeah. women yeah and jessica jones is the first one to survive so at the end of uh jessica jones blindside number one she gets blindsided by getting shot in the fucking head which is if you want to think about a blindside that's the most blindside you can be this opens up with Luke Cage, very, very good paneling of Luke Cage just waiting yeah. by her bed. Yeah. Uh, one panel of both of his head, uh, both of his fucking both hands his on heads. his, <laughs> both of his hands on his head, and then the rest of them him just waiting. And then she fucking moves her hand and says, "You, you did you, you ate all the dumplings in the soup, didn't you?" And it's, it's just, I don't know. I fucking Kelly Thompson writes a goddamn good Jessica Jones. She writes a good married couple. Yes, she does. She writes a very good couple. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I mean. Like so many times in fucking comic books, you have like you're they're not they're not couple. They're no. just married. It's like Scott yeah. Scott Scummers yep. and Jean Grey. Exactly. They're just like, would it be cool if Scott like fuck Jean Grey? And then they're married because you have to be married to have children. Yeah. And then I want to talk about the children. But there's nothing. There's no. There's nothing. No. There. There's nothing there. Oh god. But this. There's. There's something there. There's a very funny line where yep. Luke Cage is a very large man, yeah. and she's in the hospital, and and he's laying on her, and she's like, "Babe, you're crushing me." And he's like, "I know." And she's like, "Normally I'm into yeah. it, but like maybe not right now." Kind of. It was thing. so sweet. It was god. very. It was very sweet. She writes a very good Luke Cage. Um, their relationship is just so well done. Yeah. Every everything about this is very kind of. It, it's it's sort of tender like jessica jones hates people it's kind of like the thing about her and she's like god please tell me there's not a bunch of superheroes and capes standing in the lobby and then she like turns and they're all in the room with her and it's like captain marvel silk spider-man iron fist captain america she's bros with all of them iron man kate bishop it's just I don't, and she's just like fuck kind of thing but yeah. it's like she can tell she likes it yeah. at the same time and yeah. I, I i thought it was really cool yeah i agree i will say there is a 
So this is my first exposure to Jessica Jones. I did not read the original uh, the Bendis thing, Bendis stuff. But um, yeah, I I love this. This yeah, is exactly this is what good. I imagined it to be, except with less alcohol. I I was led to assume that she pounded more whiskey, and but she, I mean she's, she's a got mom a ki- now. she's a kid she's got a, like an eight yeah. year old now yeah, yeah. she's she, I think she's cleaned up yeah Jessica Jones's current arc is that she's cleaned up mm-hmm. and I think they do that very well they do because um, yeah as we've as we said the marriage stuff is handled so well they haven't really done much with her as like a mom but I'm fine with that yeah I I agree I was yeah. gonna say like the the whole like fucking parent thing yeah it just it it works here because like so many times it's like 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 we said with the with the scots with the scott scummers and gene gray thing mm-hmm. they, they 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 give them they, they they make them fuck for no reason yeah just like eddie brock having a kid there's no reason for no. that, and there's no weight to it no. he's just a sin he just like who is the who's the mom and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and the fact that it doesn't matter makes like the entire thing inconsequential pointless. Yeah. and pointless totally and so you have totally. this you have this relationship that is a fully realized thing yeah there between are like Jessica Jones and Luke Cage yeah but and and the product of that relationship with it, which is a child and it mm-hmm. and it makes sense in this context yeah you know what I mean totally absolutely it's like yeah you're you're very right that like in other comic books the child happens just because just they didn't because. know they didn't know what to do and in this it's the consequence of her and uh, luke cage's relationship it's happens even, to be a child yeah it's not even a consequence it's just like it's, it, it feels to me like a, it's logical yeah. next steps exactly of like of course it, they it, would. it makes sense they make sense as a unit they make sense together without the kid um you know it's it just all fits together quite well right and i love all of it and i i love the bit where she's walking with luke cage and she's like hey you need to let me do this yeah and he's like just come home yeah all i care about is if you come home and she's like don't worry i'm really hard to kill kind of thing yeah and it's like it's a moment of like kind of like genuine anguish like i can like actually put myself in his shoes you know what i mean just having spent Mm -hmm. three days in the hospital with my with my wife you know what yeah. I mean? Who's been shot in the fucking head yeah. and she's just headstrong. And that's why I love her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And she's right. headstrong and she's fucking abu- like not abusive, but like self-harm. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's reckless. Right. But you just have to let her be her. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, fucking, I also appreciated the uh, like gender role reversal in this. I yeah, feel like it's definitely. always like. It's definitely that from the flip side. Yep. You, yeah. It's usually. like the male hero always telling babe, the baby, you just got to go home, babe. I just got to do my own thing. And like it's. And they wrote a very strong uh, husband, male character in yes. this, who's like able to responsibly deal with like his wife's uh, opinions and what she's thing. doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was yeah, very well done. They do, and I will say they do the the four panel bit again a little later. Like so, uh, they do like four panels in this. So they do the Luke Cage. Yeah, thing. you're right. And they do it again yeah, with, look at with, that. with Misty Knight, but yeah. it, it it works really well. So Misty Knight does show up. I feel like we're getting a lot, little long winded on the teeth on this one, but Misty Knight shows up, um, kind of to not really interrogate Jessica Jones, but to kind of tell her to stop investigating this stuff because yeah. it's kind of starting to infringe into her kind of yeah. like sort of shadow ops. Misty Knight, as made famous by the Netflix show Luke Cage, which I didn't... Yeah, this this was my first exposure to Misty Knight in the comic books. Oh, Misty Knight is for sure 100% a comic book before. Oh, yeah, Luke I know, Knight. I know. I'm just saying that this is my first exposure to her. But uh, 
I I really hated her in the Netflix shit. She was very bad. It was very bad. But she's cool in this. She was poorly written in the Netflix, she was, yeah. which sucks. Because she, she was just... She's like, yeah, she could be such a cool character. Yeah, she was just the, Luke, you shouldn't be doing that yep. character. Yep. And it was yep. just like... Yep. But, you have we have wrestled with this like yeah. we did this four episodes yeah. ago where you're like Luke you shouldn't I be know. doing that and then you pulled your gun out and you shot that guy oh. you know that's so stupid but there's a really good scene where they're um, sitting across from each other and they this is just after Missy Knight has informed her that there have been several other women with superpowers who have been shot uh, and that she's the only one who have survived yeah and they're both sitting across from each other kind of giving each other the stare down you know figuring yep. each other out and then both their phones ring at the same time you find out a, a, another woman has been shot yeah with superpowers uh so really good little sequence of events where um jessica calls up kate bishop yeah fucking love kate bishop love kate bishop and kelly thompson just can't not write yeah. her she is just like ooh. Ooh, I'm ready a thing. Because she was uh, West Coast Avengers, right? And, she wrote and Hawkeye, yeah. Oh, and after, Hawkeye. After, after Jeff Lemire wrote... Je- I didn't. Did you know that? That Jeff Lemire wrote the original Kate oh, Bishop Hawkeye? I, I bet it's really fucking good. I bet it's really good, yeah. yeah. Uh, so some, some stuff to just kind of dig up the location of this woman who'd been killed. She shows up at her house, gets hit in the head with a guitar... Uh, and you're, for a second there, they trick you into thinking that she's going to get shot. No, she goes, yeah. Jessica Jones ta- goes to the other victim's house. Yes, the other victim's house. And for a second, you think she's going to get shot again. Because yeah. they do the thing where she like all of a yep. sudden realizes there's someone behind her and she yep. looks. Yep. And then instead of getting shot, she gets hit in the fucking head with a guitar. And it's the woman who's supposed to be dead yeah. being like, don't tell me you're in on this Jones. Kind and of she looks awesome. Yeah, she's, she's cool. like looks like a superhero. Like uh, It looks like... Oh, the way I she's think? holding that guitar, like fully coolie. I was gonna kinda. say it's giving me some fully coolie yeah, vibes on that. Yeah, so. very cool, very cool. You have anything else to say about Jessica Jones? No, nope, loved it. It's everything I wanted out of this series. I yep. feel like it's a good introduction of Jessica Jones for people who don't know it already, like we don't. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's great. I love it. It's it's probably my favorite comic we're reading right now. And I love you. Oh, thanks, Jared. I love you too. You big old rascal. All right, so next up we have uh, X-Men number five. This one is written by one Jonathan Hickman. Oh, baby. With art by R.B. Silva, Marta Gracia on colors, and Clayton Cowles on the letters. And before we get into this, if sad news, right? Yeah. That um, our fucking boy, Gary Allen Gwilan's fucking dead, man. Yeah, Gary Allen Gwilan passed away. so I, we don't know we don't know exactly when sometime in 2019 it's yeah. a big bummer uh he he did he did art on on some of these some of these books that we've been i feel like we've been we've said his name quite def- a bit definitely in this podcast. and it's and it's one of those things where like we we are new enough to um reading comic books that we don't recognize yeah. names a lot yeah. but when we saw this gary Anguilan, yeah that name like, stood out we, we we knew we knew some of his work we didn't know a lot of it but uh it's just a bummer anytime you know somebody passes away so yeah, just yeah um you know doing our best to say hey yeah it sucks hey, it's, it's a bummer and uh you know we we, we lost somebody pretty talented and, and somebody who seems like you know pretty cool so agreed agreed bummerowski uh but we do have a book to talk about right we now. We do. It is X-Men number five. Do you want to talk about do you want to talk about X-Men number five? I this, do. This book was cool. It was so cool. This was this was like getting back to like this, House and yeah. Powers level of cool, which I feel like the past few have not quite been hitting. Yeah, I agree. I feel like they were just getting into it in the last issue and they're still rolling into it with this. I feel yeah. I think that Hickman kind of wanted to set things for this 
X-Men book a little more grounded, a little more like familial, and I don't think that was the way to go. And But now that he's getting into the actual plot of like what this book is becoming, I feel like it's getting really good. Yeah. So in the last issue, I think it was of this specific book. It's hard to keep all the X-Men books straight, but they just uh, sprung a... Uh, a human. Uh, they got altered human. Them? Yeah, like an altered human phalanx. Yeah, they like they take humans and they give them mutant powers, and that's supposed to be the next big obstacle for mutant kind in uh the world. Is isn't that, that just a fucking mutant? If you take a human and you give a fucking human mutant powers, isn't that just a goddamn mutant? You would think, Jerry, but it's different. But it's different. And apparently, these ones end up uh, exterminating the mutant race. Oh, uh, which is like humans. Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's like this is they are on. So there are two sides. There are the mutant side and the human side. And the human side decided, what if we could make mutants, but they'd still be on the human side? <laughs> and so they do that. They make these people, and eventually they end up uh, destroying the mutants unless the mutants can prevent it um, throughout this book. That's the premise of this book. Is Remember at the end of House and Powers, they're like, yeah, no, we no, I know focused that, like, on hum- AI. Huma- hum- humanity. Humanity gets absorbed into like this fucking weird... AI collective, which is ultimately more harmful than both humans and mutants. So, like, but I don't understand what this is. This is the other side of this is kind of different from that. They are like, like the are so they're not even like the harbingers of this weird AI collective no. thing. No, I feel it. Fuck. I think that they are just where because they said at the end. I wish I could remember totally correctly but they said that like we were focused on the machines so long we didn't focus on the humans and the humans are making these augmented human people to fuck everything up for the mutants so they made uh, they recovered one of these like augmented humans and are chasing it wolverine's chasing it it's like a cool looking like negative copy of a Malgoth. human kind of yeah Malgoth kind of looking like just red and they black. do have very cool aesthetics for sure um and they track it to this like hyperbolic time chamber that they call the vault and uh so the x-men create a crew to go into the vault the vault looks super cool by the way it's like yeah it looks like uh it looks like one of those it's like it's like the it the the entrance for it is like a revolving circle door that's like a belt on one of those big robots that used to fight yeah the the sentinels yeah yeah, Which it's it's neat. like an ancient sentinel and the vault. I don't know who made the vault or what's in it, but apparently the last team that went inside of it came back out like five minutes later and they had aged like a thousand years or something like yeah. that. So they sent a team to go in there. They're like, it's going to be a fucking while, mates. And uh, so they go in, they encounter all of this weird AI and stuff. Scott Scummers is having like second thoughts about everything. Um and what else happens in this? Scott Scummer's fucking sucks, man. He's just like so lame. Yeah. I don't know. I have some thoughts. What are your thoughts, Jared? One, they haven't had Jean Grey in any of this. The only thing Jean Grey has done in this entire actual thing is like bake something in the first issue. Where the fuck is Jean Grey? Well, she's going into Jean Grey and Emma Frost number one next that's month, true. Jared. That's true. And Hickman's writing her, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so that's one thought. Second thought is like, okay, so these are supposed to be humans with mutant powers, but they're bad because humans gave them the mutant powers. They weren't just magically. So are the. Who, I don't think they're inherently bad. Who are the baddies? I feel like the X Men are the baddies in this situation because they're hunting somebody down 
They're hunting this person. Unless, uh, did, did this person do something? I don't remember. They were held in suspension by the humans in like a uh Yeah, and then they escaped. Tank. And now they're just running away. Yeah. And then Wolverine is going to go. Yeah. She He refers to as a bad, her, her as a bad girl, the yeah. very bad girl. Yeah. Why is she very bad? I don't, I don't understand. I don't think she is. I think she's just like the first of, and I, I think that's intentional. I think they're intentionally making this kind of morally the humans the mutants are now the humans right because maybe yeah that's what that to me it depends on what they plan on like doing with her because like they were kind of setting her free like the humans didn't give her those powers and put her in there like but it wouldn't it be so lame if she was just like like oh yes this is the next this is the we have to kill it a mutant of a mutant yeah but and so it's like oh okay so that means the mutants are now the xenophobes but it's like oh but they're actually really evil so it's fine that'd be so lame wouldn't it that's what it feels like it's going i'm like this is lame no but yeah i mean i don't know i wouldn't be opposed to that if they like bring lame why because it's just so like fucking it's so lazy it's like it's like oh it's like it's like it's like going halfway there which is to flip like the the mutant human conflict on its head and now the mutants are the ones being fucking intolerant and xenophobic because they're they're the ones who are worried about being replaced which is cool it's an interesting concept make them look inward but if they're just if these people are literally just mustache twirlingly bad then it's like oh there's no there's no room for reflection there's no room for yeah. for that kind of well i mean you're discussion. not gonna make the x-men mustache twirlingly bad no 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 i'm saying the the people that they're chasing being mustache twirlingly bad yeah so i i i think that this will be like kind of a complex moral issue and i think you're right that they're kind of pushing that but i kind of like that i think it's cool to think about yeah i like in it the if they future, do it <laughs> yeah like in the future like if if these people are like allowed to propagate and stuff and mutant destroy just, yeah. all of mutant kind and really humanity like at the end of it yeah like mutants want to destroy what should we do mutants like the thing that remember the last issue fucking charles xavier was so smug yeah. about the inevitability about mutant kind basically eradicating human kind, yeah right so this is that a threat, an existential threat to the existence yeah. of mutants that they've never felt before. Yeah. But if they make that existential threat just evil, yeah, then that's stupid because it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't. That's not what Hickman's doing. Ma- yeah, I hope not. No, I'm just it's saying. it's very clear. Like I think from this and the previous issue, like you're supposed to empathize with the woman one running away out of uh, like after she was imprisoned in a tank by the humans to give her powers that yeah, she but it's, never you, asked for. But you got for. you got your fucking Wolverine boy after her being like she's yeah. a, she's a bad woman, you know what I mean? And like uh, Exactly. Like, I'm an idiot and I love Wolverine, so she has to be a bad person. I think right? that's setting up like the moral conflict sure. in like the next I hope issues. so. Maybe maybe this is for once in this podcast history me being cynical and being like god, if they do this fucking this would be so, so stupid. Well, there's okay, so the opposite like that they're never going to do is, is that like these people are just evil yeah and they want to destroy yeah. mutants and then they yeah. get killed she yeah is, don't say never dude because i i I, uh, uh, I hope you're right i really do uh, the way that they draw and like animate this woman running away from these people it's clear that she's not the aggressor she's not the, she's the person you're supposed to empathize with imo I don't think so, but okay, that's fine. All right, we can disagree. Right. We can disagree. I, I mean, I empathize with her, so maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe my my un. I just I worry a little bit. Comic books—they're not always good 
at, at being hick like the last like x-men books though, i know like i should Powers, have faith. i know i should have faith but i don't that's my problem but like not only were they good they were also very like moral relativism kind of shit you know what i mean yeah like, but it's... they've also been not super great the past few issues you know what i mean like i haven't I really the last issue i haven't really, really enjoyed x-men one through three i thought four was fine this is five right yeah so it's like uh, i don't know excalibur all these fucking spinoffs you know what i mean it's yeah. all yeah. losing the thread so I could feel that thread. But Hickman's tone is going to stay the same. Maybe. I hope so. Like, there's no way he would... I don't know, but the the tone shifted so radically at the end of House and Powers, and then you get this fucking weird Scott... You know what I mean? There was that that shock of all of a sudden being like, you know what I mean? I guess you're right. The tone... the fucking weird... The tone was different, but like, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is like the philosophy, his philosophy... I hope. ...is not going to fucking change. I hope that's true. I really do. I really, really, really do. Really, really do. I really, really, really do. What do we have last, Jared? The last book on this list is Sex Criminals, number 26. And Sex Criminals is written by our boy, Chip Zdarsky. Well, it's actually created by Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fractions. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Chip Zdarsky writes in Matt Fraction draws. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, so Sex Criminals is for mature readers. For mature sure readers. Is. For mature readers only. I got a very spicy cover. It's really weird. It is very. It's a, it's a very uncomfortable cover. It's, it is uncomfortable. I don't a, understand. It's it. a man in a. Do you a, understand it? No, it's okay. a man in a do rag, and a duck bill. And a duck bill. I think this is our main characters. That's what. Well, the woman looks like the main character. The guy doesn't look like him. But you but, can't really see him because yeah. he's wearing a do rag and a duck bill. But why is he wearing the duck bill? But it's, also, so have you breaking, read this before? Breaking nature's laws for a good cause. Oh, these are sex. This this is them. This is sex criminals. So these are okay. the sex criminals, right? So their whole thing is that they... <laughs> I don't know if you know this. They, I don't know anything about this book. Okay, Sex Criminals is a very interesting little book, obviously by Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fractions, yeah. about a couple that finds out that they can freeze time by orgasming, and oh. they can do it even longer if they both orgasm at the same time together, if they're doing it through sex. And they become a couple, they fall in love, yada, 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 all that stuff is going on. There's a little bit of talk about it at the beginning where they're talking about time and relativism and shit like that. I didn't understand any of that. The woman is putting the fries together and and then your, your, your main character is like, that's kind of what we do. When have we, you read one of these before? I haven't. I haven't. But okay. I've, I've heard of it. And okay. I know, I've heard that it's very good. Yeah. Um, and you follow Chip Zdarsky on Twitter, as I do. do I. As you should. Yeah. As everybody should. He's pretty good. He's pretty He's pretty good. Um, so this this is a really interesting issue. And this is so it's returning after a pretty long hiatus. I want to say like oh, at really? least a couple of years. Oh, yeah. wow. Like Because this is the first new issue of Sex Criminals that's come out since we've started recording this podcast. Oh, okay. It's been a, it's been a while. Um, and this is a very interesting little issue exploring the main lady character's trauma. Yeah. And I, we don't know enough. It's, it's, it's kind of both an easy jumping in point and a very difficult one. Right. Because it doesn't have a main plot. No. It's, it's all centered around this character. Right. But it's a character that we don't know. And yeah. as a, as new readers, right, uh-huh. that we don't know and we don't understand. And it's also, I feel like the tone of this is probably a lot different than the tone of the other books. Oh, because they make a deliberate show of it, right? Because it was a lot... Uh, it's yeah, dark. It's dark. It's not comedic no, at all. No, it's not. But they, they, they do literally have an interruption of a page yeah. called Pass and Laughs with Bud 
Bud and Dewey. Yeah, and they talk about how they, it's super heavy. Yeah, they they it's it's very it's there's a meta moment where like, hi, this comic is pretty heavy, huh? Yeah. And I know that we like to get pretty funny on sex yeah. criminals, but every now and then, you know, not every comic needs to be super funny. Sometimes right. you can explore some stuff. Yep. And it, it was like, oh, okay. And then they also kind of do this weird meta thing where they talk about how comics need to end on even pages. Oh. They talk about how comics need to end on even pages, and after all of this, they were on an odd page, so that they had to be popped into existence to make it an <laughs> even number. I don't know. It was it was funny and clever. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really understand. Ex- ex- so, the the I think the the thread that runs throughout this is is this the main character lady is trying to understand her own trauma. In regards yeah. to the fact that she doesn't feel like anything traumatic happened to her. So she feels like, she, I think it, this might be wrestling with depression, depression and anxiety. And some and, other stuff, I think. Uh, well, I think I think it was more just like... She doesn't feel like anything bad happened to her. But she does, and she doesn't know how to deal with it. Like, what I got out of reading it was, she knows that she's experienced trauma, but she's hesitant to call her experiences trauma because she wasn't in a war or anything. Yeah. Because because compared to, she doesn't feel like it was real. Yeah. The trauma. The, and also yeah. we see in this that her mom, uh, as a child minimized her trauma and said that she was fine. Yeah. But, and also probably an alcoholic and, and yeah, deliberate and, message. To, and I'm she like to literally asked her mom to like, see a doctor or a and therapist for this. Her, yeah. And her mom laughed at her and said that she was fine and that we're all fine. And, you know, propagating some bullshit that wasn't actually true. Yeah. She goes, God, I, I don't know. Should I talk to somebody like a doctor? And she goes, God, Suzanne, you're so funny. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to go to the liquor store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, shit, mom. And then at the end of it, I or I don't know if it was at the end, but she said that she was fine too, like kind of in the same way that her mom did later in the book. Yeah, which was kind of disturbing, but realistic uh, because we learn our imitated behaviors from our parents. That's true. Um, and then and then it ends with her on the phone with the guy that she's been talking to this whole time. So we, I think, we're kind of realizing that this is all kind of in her head in some way because he's in prison. I didn't understand that at all. So there was a person that she was like sleeping with the whole time. It's assumed that's, to be like that's her. The, that's the guy. The guy. Yeah. He's like in, her it's same, partner. It's the same guy. Yeah. So he's in prison. I know. So but, she must be having these conversations with him in her or mind. Or the timeline's all fucked up and like maybe that's the future and this was the past. I don't know. We don't know because we didn't read the previous books. Um, yeah. And all throughout this, she's having these visions, these visions of some future yeah. shit that's happening. Yeah. That's um, bad. It's very bad. She's got blood all over her face and stuff, so one assumes. So yeah, this was a weird, weird book. I liked it. I thought it was pretty well done. I didn't understand at all what it was going for. Well, this makes a lot of sense, Mr. Danny Mac, who can't even re who can't even miss one issue, let alone twenty five. It's true, but which means you that would we're think... we're missing four volumes. Right, we're missing yeah, ab- approximately four volumes of context here. But, I mean, am I wrong to think that a book called Sex Criminals with like an insane cover like that would be more of a comedic book? And I think they know it too. Oh, yeah, for and sure. And they address but I, it. So, But I don't know, I just This don't... book isn't for us, Dan. I don't think that this issue... I don't think this issue was was for a new reader, and I can yeah. I can also kind of accept that. You know what I mean? Yeah, me too. Because it was still pretty well done. Yeah, and I mean, fuck, I 
Okay, let me let me just say all the things that I loved about this book because yeah. I loved the dialogue. I thought this dialogue was very sharply written. These people, these people are that are interacting, they each have their own voice, which I really like. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, especially in I'm going to I'm going to criticize some Hickman. Sometimes yep. all of Hickman's characters sound like they're It's true. sound like they're talking Hickman like any good sci-fi novelist. Right. It's like But but this this each character has their own yeah. voice and dialect and dialogue yep. and it's it's cool. Like the like I could read if you could read I, I would love to do an exercise like where we just blanked everything and just read the bubbles yeah. and tried to guess who was saying what because yeah. I I bet if you tried to do Hickman you'd be fucking just yep. no idea. Totally. And this totally. one you can get like pretty pretty close, right? Yeah. After some exposure. Uh-huh. So very very smartly written and the fucking art is so expressive they draw the character so real and and raw and 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 human in a way that like i don't see a whole lot so matt fractions i think it's matt fractions is doing the doing the art deserves a lot of credit for for the way that he draws these characters uh you really feel them you feel them you know Mm -hmm. what i mean there's a there's a there's a weight to them and i and i like that a lot also not the type of art that you would expect from like a horny comic i would say it's it's it could be horny if it if it wanted to be, but it's it's subdued. Yeah, it's like pretty. Uh, I don't know. I I guess I would call it like kind of simplistic, but not yes. in a bad way. No, it, it, and it's. I think calling it simplistic is under is uh, would, would devalue it a little bit because it's not like it's clean lines. Yeah, it's clean lines. It's not a lot of inking. Nope. Um, cartoony might be a way, yep. but it is very yeah. expressive. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I'm trying to say. Yep. Is like it's I like, agree. There's a there's a there's an there's an emotion in people's faces, yeah. which I which I really which I really enjoy. But it but you're right, it's not hyper realistic, and it's not even hyper stylized either. Yeah, it is it is basic. Yeah. but in a good way. I yeah, think. yeah, and it, and it works really well with the colors as well. I would agree with that. Yeah, very interesting book. I I don't I still don't totally know what to make of it. Like looking at that cover and then opening the book. Yeah. are like two completely opposite experiences for me. It is pretty me. it is pretty You know what I mean? Actually. Yeah. And then you get to the fucking part where they talk where they have all the the readers yeah. the readers things and there's literally one of their fans sticking his dick through his girlfriend's or wife's hair. Yeah. And it's like Oh, okay. What's, hap- what's happening? With it? <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like we're missing about twenty five books worth of yeah. context to feel like to feel like I'm like, and and the amazing thing is like I don't I don't I don't suspect that Chip Zdarsky and Matt Fractions get uh, a small amount of of pictures of people sticking their dicks in people's hair, yeah. but like they put it in the book, right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? and they're yeah. celebrated in yeah. a way that like I am like I'm lacking the context as to why this is funny, but I can appreciate i can appreciate i can appreciate that you stuck that in there and they have a bunch of pictures of their fans um wearing their like weird leggings and stuff like that it's just fun yeah there's something fun about this book that i agree it's like you know it's sex positive it is very sex they have a sex tip remember tickling can be a sexual thing for some fucking reason which is which is which is fun it's fucking funny like that's funny i don't know there's something wild about this yeah i agree it's uh it's interesting i We'll read more. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested in more. The thing, yeah, compared to uh what was the space one? 
that we talked about. Money Shot. Money Shot. Compared to Money Shot, which is much more what I expect from like a horny comic. Money Shot is like, it's like a, it's like a, it's, but maybe Money Shot is hitting the same tone normally. I think this is a weird issue. Yeah. I think this might be a I weird agree. one. I yeah. agree. I agree. It's just that it, it makes it kind of tough to know what to make of it. But either way, I didn't think it was bad. Uh, I thought it was decent. Um, and I would continue to read more. So now we are done with the issues. I think we're about to look at what's on the docket for next week. Am I right, Uncle Gary? You are absolutely right, Dan. And last time we tried to scroll through this, it didn't work. It didn't work. We're going to pause it this time. I feel like that's a better call. That's the play. And then you can email that list (laughs) to Sean. (laughs) So he stops yelling at you. So he stops yelling at you for not pulling the books that are on your pull list. All right. We just came out of a co-existing coma where we looked up the fucking books that are coming out of next week. It's a pretty slow week, so we're not super excited about any of the books that are coming out. No, not really. Uh, We do have X-Men and Fantastic Four number one. This is by Chip Zdarsky, so it might be good. Uh, And then Daredevil number 17 is off to a new arc, so it might be a good jumping in point for us. Also Uh, by Chip Zdarsky, right? Correct, yeah. Uh, next uh, next week we are also looking at maybe pulling Miss Marvel number twelve, yeah. Daphne Byrne number two, yeah. Lois Lane number eight, and we might revisit Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Red Sonia. Why not? Why not? When in Rome, it's a it's a slow week, folks. It's a slow week, folks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. This is always weird when we end this thing just that quickly. I guess it is because uh, we need to get off on some tangent and then you can work in that, that sweet, sweet sax. That's the problem about when we do this abrupt break yeah. to to look it up is I feel like it interrupts my rhythm to, to kind of fuck with you a little bit. But if we look it up on the fly, then we're just wasting the folks' time at the, the The listener's time. Yeah. So what what is there really? We have to find a happy medium of looking them up on the fly, then pausing it, then coming back to it, and then not being disturbed by that transition. And then wasting the listener's time by talking about something that isn't looking up comic. Yeah, and then then waste listener's time by talking about things that should really just be handled in editing. You're absolutely right, Dan. Yeah. Uh, Dan, I do think, though, that the people at home are hearing something. And I do also think that you look wonderful in that. In your space hugs jersey. Thank you. Thank you very much. I love this jersey so much. Yeah, it's a good jersey. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. boys and girls, yeah. everybody in between. We're at the end of that old rope, huh? This has been Craft Comics issue number 33. Thank you so much for joining us. Signing off. Have a great day. Have a great day.